Hi, welcome to the latest episode of The Average Mama. My name is Sarah. I'm mum to an eight-month-old girl and new wife to her dad. Today I will be talking about hair. This episode is not completely as superficial as it sounds, but it is also partly just as superficial as it sounds. For those who don't know me, I am blessed with big curly hair. I attribute this to my Maltese grandfather. I spent the first 20 years of my life fighting the frizz ball on my head, until one day at uni when my bootylicious friend Emma and I had too much to goon and we chopped it all off, releasing, to my surprise and delight, some lovely curls. Since then, I have spent every day completely mystified as to how my hair will look. Will it be curly today? Will it be frizzy? Lank? Amazing? I had absolutely no idea. I left it to the gods and dreamt with nostalgia of that transformational chop at uni with Emma. Earlier this year, my beautiful friend Nadine, who has gorgeous curly hair, had some sort of magical haircut which made her curls even more amazing. So in addition to the joy I feel when I think of her and her amazing curls, this also triggered some sort of light bulb moment for me. Could I too obtain some control or understanding of my own curls? Obviously, I want to have the most fab, sprungy curls possible, but beyond that, this represents to me an opportunity to have control over some aspect of myself. For the first seven or so months of being a mum, whenever someone asked me what baby's routine is, I would respond with a stunned mullet face and an elegant, huh? Just like my hair, every day, every hour was a mystery to me. We had what I would describe as a rhythm, I guess, and I followed what I felt was right and fed, napped, changed according to need and paid no heed to the clock. What I had been doing in amongst that, though, is building the very small beginnings of my own little daily ritual. In the very early days, it was just making sure I had a shower every day, no matter what time or for how long. And I've been gradually, steadily growing that. First, I started thinking about the order I was doing things, then the products I was using, and then I read Zoe Foster Blake's book, Amazing Face, which gave me a bunch of new exciting products to try and added more technical meaning to what I was doing. But what I really loved was her section called Love Yourself Sick. And in her book, she describes all of this beautifying and self-care as a ritual of self-love. And I really loved that, that really connected with that. And it wasn't until I read this bit that I realised just how meaningful my sanity shower was. This is the time that I make every day, that I invest in myself and in this one body that I inhabit. So I started to pay attention to it and be more mindful about where this ritual sat in my day. Around the same time, the shining beacon of curly hope, that's Nadine, arrived with tips, tools and inspiration. And so began an exciting phase of product and technique experimentation with the prize of amazing curls at the end of it. I'll include my favourite product details in the description for this episode in case that's something that interests you. So Nadine and I have been sharing our curl journey and it's really helped me as it has elements of so many great things, connection, self-expression, creativity and control. I suddenly understand why when I have a bad hair day. <laughs> and simply having that understanding makes it so much easier to just let it go. What a revelation. And having just this tiny bit morsel of control over something in my life is really big to me right now. So I've integrated curl nurturing into my indulgent shower routine 
And I'm sure if I focus hard, really hard on my curls, they'll grow nice and big. So just check back with me in two years. I'm hoping to have long, long, big curly locks by then. (laughs) From all of this, I've extracted two snippets of meaning. The first is that feeling in control of our lives is kind of important. And the second is that for me, anyway, I can use rituals and routine to help to achieve this. So it is with relief that I can tell you that right now, touch wood, I have found some semblance of routine with our baby's sleep. The other week, I even worked before her and had coffee on my own. This week, I am planning to develop the habit of starting my days with a meditation, followed by writing my affirmations, then doing breakfast with her. I hope to do this as my morning ritual, so that it doesn't matter if her routine changes, or I don't get to have a shower, or don't manage to wake before her, because... I still have very firmly in my mind the first lesson I learnt from parenthood, that this is not something you can predict. I can tell you what she did yesterday, but I can't tell you what she'll do tomorrow. But maybe, if I'm lucky, I can tell you what I will do tomorrow. I'm Sarah, and you've been listening to The Average Mama.